Shut up. I'm listening to Zdenex English podcast. You're listening to Zdenex English podcast, by far the greatest English podcast on earth for English learners since sliced bread. My name is Zdenex and I'm your host. Hello everyone, welcome back to Zdenex English podcast. Welcome to another episode. It's been a while since I recorded something and um as you know i used to record these podcasts weekly but these days i'm quite busy and i can't justify recording podcasts more often unfortunately however let let me make it up to you by inviting interesting guests such as jack hi jack welcome to the podcast <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here it's it's great to have you here and we we are recording this uh, for the next english podcast so people can listen to this as an audio but there's also a video version so for for those that don't get enough of us and they want to see the way we look as well they can watch us on uh, teachers denek youtube channel so it's happening at the same time kind of <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of the youtube channel this is i think where we first talk to each other isn't it because i have uh, in the past i have invited jack onto my channel to talk about football um jack is um maybe i should give you the chance to introduce yourself <laughs> jack yeah jack the the brighton fan <laughs> exactly um yeah so hello i'm jack um hi <laughs> yeah um i am from brighton I am an English teacher, youth worker, skateboard instructor, author apparently. <laughs> And um yeah, I um yeah, it's a pleasure to be. Here. What what are you not, Jack? <laughs> what am I not? I'm not <laughs> I'm not a millionaire. <laughs> okay, well not yet, not yet. <laughs> Uh, yeah well i'm not sure about professional football player but i mean even just 100,000 there would be nice <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah no as you guys know i've got um a youtube show um called learn english with football i used to record it weekly just like this podcast but now i don't have that much time so it's kind of like monthly give or take and um I've always been interested in inviting different inviting different guests onto the podcast especially if they support different premier league clubs because that will give that would give me that unique perspective of talking to fans having different opinions um and uh, it was a pleasure to to get to know you Jack and uh, to be able to pick your brain when it comes to Brighton so you are from Brighton which is a lovely lovely city on the on the seaside in the south uh, east london right mm -hmm. uh, south east yeah. england sorry south east england yeah near yeah, london yeah. So, yeah just south of uh, of london yeah if you go yes. down from london to the coast that's where we are yeah i've been i've been to brighton a few times and yeah. kind of like one of my go to place i also have a friend from there and he has been on this podcast many times His name is Franta. Okay. Um, it's a yeah. big um, city for English language schools. Lots of English. 
lots of students come here, especially over the summer. And um, yeah, there's lots of schools. Um, yeah, and I, to be to be honest, it's probably one of the reasons why I ended up becoming an English teacher because um, really used to be a, a host family for like the whole of my childhood. Um, we had students come and stay with us um, yes. sometimes for you know. But I think we had so um, um, Alicia was with us for a couple. I think she was with us for a year and a half and Fortune. So we had some students that were with us for quite a while. Um, Sonia. So when you said with you, it was like they were working as au pairs or? No, no. Um, we wish. No, they were, <laughs> they were paying to, to stay with us. Right. So it was yeah. your way to make money for your family. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. They have extra money for the family. So we oh, had that's to, great. Yeah. Like having a, a lodger, someone staying. Yes. And they were all, and they had, they were all and they had ex students. So they went to language schools in Brighton, yeah. learned English, and stayed with us. Um, oh, yeah. Because it's a fantastic experience to sort of <clears> live <throat> with native speakers and be able to yeah, soak, yeah, up, yeah. soak up that English and, yeah, and that culture as well. Yeah, exactly. It's just having an opportunity to speak English. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, we made some very. I I, I went and um, lived in Colombia a few years ago. And oh, did I... you? Hi, I'm Helen. I like the Achievers Chamber because it's a nice place where I can learn in a friendly and supportive atmosphere. For more information about the Achievers Chamber, go to teachersthenec.com. I went and um, lived in Colombia a few years ago. And oh, did I, you? I went to go. I, I visited a student that stayed with us when I was a baby. <laughs> what? Hang on, hang on. Slow down, slow down. You visited a student that stayed with you when you were a baby. Do you even remember that student when you were oh, that? No, no. <laughs> um, no, no. Ileana, if you're listening, hello, Ileana. <laughs> um, I don't remember her because I was a baby. <laughs> are there any photos though? Like, are there any photos of that? Um, I don't know actually. I'll <laughs> ask um, Ileana if she has any because I feel like she probably does somewhere. But for, taking is, photos then isn't like photos now. Black, uh, is it like black and white or something? Yeah, like, you, know, you look very young though. Come on, like, you, I have a photo, can't have um, been black and white. <laughs> I think maybe I sent the photo in an email to um, my newsletter. I have, a, mm. I have a photo of us with a different student. Mm -hmm. uh, what was her name? Lily, Lily, <laughs> Lila, Lila. Lila. Um, but I'm 16. I'm not a baby, so it's not it's not as interesting. <laughs> you're, not six, you're not 16 now, by the way. You can see it on the uh, YouTube channel. Uh, he does look young, but I think he's he's older than 16. Yeah, he's also an English teacher, so I don't think you can work as an English teacher at the age at the age of 16. So, <laughs> well, when I was when I was um, when I first started teaching English, I I did my CELTAS, the, the the Cambridge English Language Teaching Qualification. And I did it at a school in Brighton, St. Giles. Mm. And then I taught at that school. And I remember when I first started, I used to 
um, I, I went into a classroom and um, I kind of put my books down and, and someone said to me, so where are you from? And I said, I'm from, <laughs> from England. I said, you're from England. Why are you coming to learn English? <laughs> no, I'm your teacher. And oh, the look oh, is, you're my, you're not. <laughs> you're too young you're too young to be my teacher yeah because well, i look young i'm 31 i'm aware that i i still get asked for identification when i, when yeah. I go to the pub sometimes um you but, look much younger than 31 though like i would say like 24 23 maybe so when i was 22 and i first started teaching <laughs> and i look you look like, like 15 yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. uh, that's I, to be honest i really didn't like it because you, i felt like i felt like i didn't have any kind of um like respectability or authority syndrome, yeah. basically um but because... it's all it's all just the first impression isn't it like like you can get that you can get all that like once you start talking and the way you speak your body language like it's just the the first time they see you like it's also the same like when people are short right if someone is short you can get that authority immediately just the way just the way you talk yeah. to people and you approach them you know yeah i guess i guess it's just you know trying to command the respect of, of the room and it's a lot easier if you've like, even if you're older and because because i yeah. the other problem was i hadn't been a teacher for very long and when people come to language schools in England, yeah. they pay a lot of they pay a lot of money. So mm -hmm. when you then have someone who, you know, I couldn't even pretend that I'd been a teacher for very long. Yeah, I see what <laughs> you mean. I looked like I I I was you know fresh out the womb. <laughs> no, <not laughs> fresh out of womb. <laughs> that, no, that's what that's what you wear when uh, the Colombian. A student was living at your house. Yeah, my, <laughs> my birthday suit. <laughs> nothing. That means nothing. Wearing nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad everyone's learning some great expressions. <laughs> Wearing your birthday suit, fresh yeah. out of the womb. <laughs> fresh out of womb. Yeah. <laughs> silent uh, B, everyone. Be careful about that silent B yeah. there as well. Yeah. <laughs> Or womb? <laughs> no, no, no. Similar to tomb. Oh, how, yeah. how strange! You leave the womb, and then you die. You end up, you end up your life end up in a tomb. Yeah, I wonder if there's a link. Yeah, I don't know, but I I really like uh, this sort of uh, language bit. So thumbs up to you yeah. for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying to find a way to use the word climb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, but yeah. Um, yeah, I might have to climb a mountain, you know. But it's, yeah. I, well, we, we, will, we will talk about this um, maybe when we, when we discuss your football team, Brighton, um, mm -hmm. and its chances of qualifying for the Champions League. Then you might want to use the expression to, it, it's a mountain to climb. Um, yeah, well, like yeah. That, yeah. Actually, I feel like at the moment we've climbed, we've climbed the mountain. It's more of a case of it's a, a mountain that we're we're more than capable of falling down <laughs> unless we keep our position. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, for those of you who don't know much about football, I am from a town where um, 
think about how long ago. 25 years ago, we had a stadium. So I'm from Brighton, but it's actually Brighton and Hove. Um, it's Wait, it's Brighton and Hove? Brighton and like, like two towns combined to become one city, Brighton yeah. and Hove. And Albion, what's the Albion thing? That's like Albion, another way to, to, to refer to England, isn't it? Yeah, Albion, Albion. the word Albion refers to um, refers to, to England. Um, yeah. I'm not really sure. Um, Albion literally meant white land and was a re reference to the white to, cliffs. To the cliffs. The southeast of England. Yeah, um, like Dover, they are in Dover as well, right? The, yeah, the, the white cliffs of Dover. Yeah. Um, but I don't know why West Bromwich Albion would be called Albion. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They are that's in Birmingham, and you can't get any further from the sea. <laughs> um, but anyway, Brighton 25 years ago had a stadium. Our the, the owner of the football club sold our stadium, it became a Toys R Us, uh, a furniture shop, and a sports shop. Um, and then we didn't have a stadium. So we actually ended up having our home games played from a stadium, Gillingham in Kent. So home fans had to drive an hour for every game. Oh then we had our games for about 15, 20 years in um, a, an athletics stadium where I mm. actually used to have my sports day for school <laughs> so it was terrible it had a capacity of i think ten thousand or something maybe even less like yeah it wouldn't be enough for the premier league no no definitely not um but then someone who used to whose uncle actually used to play for the football club bought the club tony bloom his name is he made his money um he actually used to play poker and set up a poker website and but did like a gambling syndicate so um lots of people put their money in and then he spread the money i don't know gambling stuff and he made lots of money and then bought brighton and nova Albion football club and now we have recorded our highest ever points last year this this season this year this about last season as well like last season last season was the most we'd got before now this season is the most we've ever got yeah um we you're really climbing a mountain there yeah wow. yeah, yeah. yeah 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 we are um and we could qualify for a european game a european um competition we um yeah. we beat manchester united in the 99 i, I saw the game oh. i saw the game Oh, yeah. it was it was an incredible game usually when you watch a game that ends what sort of is nil nil for so long it, it suggests that it might be a bit dull a bit uninspiring and mm -hmm. lackluster but this game was really entertaining it was really enjoyable and mm -hmm. then the way it ended was incredible obviously most most neutrals don't want manchester united to win so Mm. Um, Brighton beating Manchester United was a great, great we watch played. for me. I have to say, in the final uh, minute of the game, also with yeah. a penalty kick, McAllister and from Argentina scored the winner. It was the the poetic justice as well because 
Was it? We went to Wembley for the semi-final. It was nil-nil. Oh, yeah. nil. The FA Cup. Nil-nil for the FA Cup, yeah. And they knocked us out on penalties. Solly missed his penalty. Solly March missed his penalty. And he missed his yeah. penalty in the League Cup as well. Knocked us out of that. And then we got a penalty you, in the last minute. You got, you got, you got your revenge there. Yeah. I don't. I honestly, I don't think I've cheered for so long after a goal before. It was. It was yeah. Did, did you go to the game or did yeah, you watch I it? There. I was there. It was. Do you, do you always go or how often do you I, do you have a season ticket or? Yeah. So um, my brothers and my mum. And I, we share three season tickets. Ooh, um, that's amazing. So, yeah, we, um, so I didn't go on Monday because I took time off work to go on Thursday. And yeah. I, 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 I could have gone on Monday, but I didn't want to take time off work again. So I didn't go on Monday and we lost 5-1. So Oh, yeah, to Everton. 5-1 or 6. Yeah, it was 5-1, yeah. 5-1 to Everton, who are yeah. in the relegation scrap. All of my step family are Everton fans as well. Ever Evertonians. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scousers, Liverpool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, the less said about that, the better. You see, you see, guys. So this is what we talk about when Jack joins the football show. Some of you may know it. I know there are followers of this podcast that are not interested in football, but. You know, it's uh, part of what I do, and uh, it's just the best. It's just the best thing in the world. How can you not talk about it? And you can make so many friends and meet so many people through it. Mm. It's just such a popular thing in the UK, right, Jack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's and it's it's such a such a lovely thing to be able to just someone that you don't even know, and you you chatting you can chat for for hours about about exactly i mean it's part of the reason why we connected to be honest um yeah. because um because of that shared interest um, exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah and i find that even when you meet people whose english is really not up to scratch so to speak you can still make that connection because you just you just name all the players the you talk about the scores the teams Yeah, yeah. And that's all you have to do, really. Yeah. And yeah. I've met a few people here in Vietnam already, and I spoke to them about the games, and everybody knows the, the players, you know. I saw so, that picture of the bus driver with <laughs> with his Man United phone case. <laughs> exactly. I was the only person on that bus as well. It was so incredible. <laughs> an Arsenal. I was. I am an Arsenal fan, and I was I was um, in Thailand. I was doing my visa run, yeah, in Thailand. And I booked this this um, coach company to take me from the airport uh, to the Chinatown, which is like somewhere in the center of Bangkok. Mm -hmm. And so I, I ordered a return ticket. And uh, on my way back, I was the only person on the bus. <laughs> and uh, when I was when I was getting on the bus, the the, the bus driver he took a photo of me. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I I kind of understood why he was doing it. I think uh, I was like good opportunity to market the company i guess especially since since they they can't be doing that well if i'm the only person on the bus right <laughs> so i was like yeah sure but then i noticed hang on a minute he has got a manchester united case that would be a great opportunity to return the favor and so i took a photo of him and then i shared it on the social media and 
yeah. yeah in the group and yeah, it's incredible <laughs> well at least you got your well it's quite a good excuse to take a photo because he took a photo of, why did he take a photo because it's not very often uh, that you see a, a kind of westerner <laughs> probably normally he probably like drives the bus and there's no one on the bus you know? oh, yeah, <laughs> i don't yeah. know i just <laughs> there is a passenger on the bus we might as well take a photo of him because it's so unusual right so <laughs> let's let's capitalize happen, on that <laughs> does it happen in um because i've been um i i've been to india before and yeah. sometimes in india um when people people just want to have a photo of you because you're yeah. Western and they don't see many Western. Yeah, white, yeah, Western. I remember, I remember one time I went out with my um went out with my girlfriend and we went to the beach and we were going to watch Brighton play later that day. So we both wore Brighton shirts. I don't know why wore <laughs> Brighton shirts. We stuck out like sore thumbs. People yeah. could see us from a mile <laughs> and would come over. Can we have a photo? We had queues of people asking for photos. Yeah. I, I I did the same as you. I, I asked if someone asked me for a photo, I asked for a photo of them. It's quite nice. I have a few portraits of uh, yeah. random Indian people on my phone. Yeah. Um, I, I think with this taking photo of strangers, I think it doesn't happen that often in these big cities. Yeah. So I was in Bangkok, right? And I live in Da Nang in Vietnam. So these are big cities and they yeah. are used to foreigners here. So that doesn't happen that often. But if you go somewhere in the village or something, then yeah that's yeah, going yeah. to be a different different story right they they will just think you're uh, as you said you stuck stuck out like a th sore thumb yeah and uh it's just a uh, revelation there really <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i mean we were in we were in mumbai i mean which is well as big a city as it gets really yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i don't know um Definitely recommend going to India, by the way. I had a really, really nice time there. Such an amazing country. Mm -hmm. have, you been, have you been before? No, I haven't. No. But um, ob obviously, I talked a lot to Nrup, to another sort of friend of this podcast. Oh, yeah. Nrup, uh, also on the show 24-7, uh, on the football show. So, uh, yeah, yeah, so he, he, he has told me things about it. And I uh, like to eat Indian food. So... Uh, yeah even got my favorite uh, Indian restaurant here in Da Nang, yeah. Mm. Yeah, fun fact about Indian food, um, because everyone, obviously, when you think of what's the most popular English dish, people often say fish and chips. But on m multiple years, the most popular takeaway food has been Indian food. And a lot no, of I'm, dishes, I'm surprised. Yeah. for example, korma and tikka masala were developed in the UK. No, I'm not surprised at all. Birmingham, um, Glasgow, um, I can't remember which one's which, but they mm. both they claim to the, the invention of yeah. the dishes. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, I've got a lot, you've got a lot of like Indian, pa Pakistani, Brits, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 like yeah, several yeah. several immigration waves in in the past yeah. as well. So the, yeah. the, the Commonwealth previously, well, the, the the British. That's true, actually, right? Yeah. It was oh. a colony as well. Like a, the less said about the British Empire, the better, to be honest. Co colonialism, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just been 
the king's coronation so exactly exactly minds um terrible past terrible country (laughs) i mean obviously you know there are good things about great britain but it's it's complex right it's it's very prior to the 1900s (laughs) (laughs) after that i don't know um yeah let's let's move on to a nicer topic (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um well, we've, we've spoken about football, so why don't we talk about you as a teacher a little bit more? Maybe we can also show people where they can find you. We can mm. um, sort of plug you, that's the word. So you have got, I think I found you on Instagram originally. So I think that's one, like your biggest sort of social media thing, or your yeah. biggest project there. Yeah. yeah, so... Um... Yeah, so I I make videos on on Instagram um, to to promote my my workshops and my private English classes, and I've done a few other group things um, in the past, and I will do more in the future. I have a weekly newsletter. Where, so basically, as an English teacher, I, I focus on um, um, advanced learners of english and i i I do things that um often appeal to english language teachers as well um so for example on um on saturday i did a workshop on pronunciation so the basic pronunciation an introduction to the phonemic script um some of the more complex areas of pronunciation but with a real focus on the aspects of pronunciation that are most important to be understood when you speak english it's so, called the phonological core if if i may interrupt you like um yeah, in the, the techni- technical terms it's called the phonological core yeah uh, so it calls it the the lingua franca core um, but then I also made reference to some other research about the, oh, I can't remember what it's called, actually, the functional load. So they did another um, functional load, I think. They did an, another another piece of research unrelated to those, um, yes. which was so sounds that are often conflated by students. So sounds which are often confused um, in production um, like bitch and beach and stuff yeah, like that e, the vowel sounds and or yeah. basically minimal pairs minimal pairs or, yeah or not minimal pairs are two words that are similar um apart from one sound like bitch yeah. and beach or pin and pen um, yes. but those two sounds like p and b or, yeah that's 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 difficult for for example arabic learners yeah but, yeah 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 voiced and unvoiced consonants or yes um there's so, so many yeah but take for example and ah, can a- i can i can i tell yeah can i tell you what i know about this so so according to tell me what according, you think what i know I, what i think <laughs> i will tell you what i think after that but Do what i heard think yeah think it would be more sort of like the way cockney speak or yeah um uh, yeah the, the thing is there are accents in England, where they don't pronounce the th and the in every single uh, place, so so in Cockney accent, they would say uh, think. I think sometimes I, I because I watch a lot of like West Ham fan uh, channels, I I slip into that sometimes myself if I'm honest. 
yeah. but the, the phonological call it's from what i know so it's important to obviously discriminate the, the, the sounds yeah to, to know the difference but from what i heard this sound is not the most important one the, the and exactly it's, yeah. it's actually in terms of the findings of their study were there are um, there are loads of different ones that can be confused lots of different combinations yeah. of vowels and consonants and it was on a scale of of one to ten one being most yes. important to get correct and ten being least important one like p and b was yeah. the number one you need to be able to distinguish between those sounds yep. and and no problem whatsoever no, no. and also and, and yeah. also um you, so it, yeah. it it it, ha it must have to do with like the fact that there are a lot of minimal pairs as you said like with b mm -hmm. and p. uh whereas when it comes to the and z, it maybe it's not that common or it is common in grammatical words more often than not if i'm honest like this that those right Mm -hmm. But then it doesn't appear in that. I mean, it's not as common as the other sounds. Like, of course, it's in words like sunbathe and clothes, um, breathe, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But I yeah. think, I think, I keep saying I think now. I think. <laughs> I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> in it, in it, bruv. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, no, yeah. you're right. I, I, I have to yeah. say that we shared. We share the passion for for uh, teaching advanced students because, uh, to be honest, it's my focus as well. Mm. And uh, if you ask me what my favorite thing to teach is, I'll have to say it's speaking and pronunciation. Those are my two favorite things to teach: speaking, pronunciation. It yeah. used to be something like grammar in the past, but it's no longer that because I feel like this is the like the almost the most important thing. And, yeah. Uh, I just, I find that, well, but one of the reasons I wanted to do this workshop is because I realized that there are areas of pronunciation that, okay, it's important to know about them for reception, for understanding what other people say, but in terms of actually introducing it into your spoken English, you don't need to do it. And I know that a lot of people feel like the target when you're learning English in terms of pronunciation should be to sound like a native. Like you. <laughs> number one, that is an extremely high target to set yourself. Yes. Arguably, some people think for some people maybe impossible. So you're you could be setting yourself up for disappointment. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I, I teach someone who wants to sound like a native. They're an actor. I do they they um they want to get speaking roles in the UK. Their English is incredible, mm. their pronunciation is incredible, but to get a speaking role for yeah. where you need to be an an English person. You need to have impeccable pronunciation, and um, and they're very hardworking, and they're up for the challenge. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that if you know that that of how much hard work you need to put in, and that it's it's going to be difficult. Go for it. But what I don't like is that some people sell their services on the premise that 
you know, you should sound like a native. I saw I hate a, it. For, for, a, for, a, for a phone application, you can go from this to this. Do you sound yeah. like a native? And Jack, I, I'll be honest with you. There are a lot of Instagram people, in, like a lot of teachers who, who just speak about this 24-7. Mm. I can't stand it. It just goes against all the principles of language learning. And ELT just doesn't, it's just they frown upon it now. Yeah. And you you think... should sound intelligible. That should be your goal. Now, your case with your student, if if it if if your student is an actor, that is a different story. So you are basically their accent coach. That is a different story. They need to get a role, or or you know they I don't know if they need it for an audition. Never mind. But it makes sense. They have a very very specific target. But the vast majority, the, like. 99% of English learners are just, I'm sorry to say that, but they are just deluded. They just, and it's some to do with some insecurities or with just unattainable aims, as you said. And it just, it it's possible there's just some, some sort of myths spread throughout their childhood or something like that. And people just don't realize that this is not what matters. So I think what you were talking about was linking i think what i think your point is going to be you didn't say it but i think your point is going to be that linking is it may be important for understanding but it may be overrated when it comes to teaching it am i right um yeah not just linking but elision assimilation that they're, they're all aspects yeah. of connected speech that you can learn and you can introduce them into your spoken english but, and this is true, they actually make you less in, um, comprehensible or intelligible yep. for, um, especially if you're going to be speaking to other um, learners of English. When, when most, I can't remember the exact statistic, but um, I think around 80% of English language conversations no, it's more than that. But they occur between non-native speakers of English. Exactly. One and non-native and another non-native speaking together. So try to make your English understandable. Don't introduce an element of pronunciation that's going to make it more difficult for you to be understood. But there's one more thing, and I do completely understand this, and it's the fact that people want to assimilate into societies. And yes. there's there's intelligibility which is being understood and then there's comprehensibility which is someone's ability to um, understand you without having to work hard to understand you yeah um and i know that there is an issue with comprehensibility and um and pronunciation and people wanting to sound like a native so that they can feel fully assimilated into society or garner the get the respect of people or not be asked oh where are you from that's something i've recently realized that i thought that when i asked people that question it was sh me showing that i'm showing interest in them and that i want to find out more about them as a person but a lot of people actually find that that question quite insulting and yeah, or intimidating I, I i can understand why for me, for me as an English teacher, I've been learning this 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 language for so long, and I've got so far with it. Mm. And yet, someone like when I was living in London, 
I would I would have been asked that question. And if some if someone had suggested to me, for example, they would have tried to guess where I was from. Mm-hmm. And they would started guessing most likely Poland and worst case in worst case Russia. And then that would be very insulting for me because I'm Czech. And I don't even want people to guess my nationality like that because at that point, at that time, I wanted to sound more British, let's say. But now I know it makes no sense anymore. But yeah. I understand where you are coming from, and it, those are valid reasons. But at the same time, as teachers, we don't, we shouldn't encourage them. And I, I respect you for for having these views because, I, I, like like we mentioned, like there are too many teachers who just they just use the like manipulative marketing, and they just that the slogan sound like a native and it's just it's just going in the wrong direction and it's misleading mis- misleading english learners they're, they're yeah. being sold, sold lies and it's ine- ineffective they're wasting their money and it's just it's just wrong it's just I, wrong the, ac- the whole accent reduction idea unless it's done for the purposes of what you said like uh, becoming an actor that needs to have a specific accent I don't get it. And even as a teacher, I don't get it. I don't think it's a problem if you have if you have a Spanish accent, as long as your English is really, really great and you I can always... help your students. I don't think it's an issue if you sound a little bit Spanish or Italian or or I don't know, German. Yeah. I listened to a a podcast. Um I listened to a podcast and the um they'd already had a guest on the podcast that was talking about what we're talking about now. And then they had a guest on the podcast that was there in support of trying to sound like a native. And their argument was, if you like to get fit and go to the gym and fitness is your thing, the idea of trying to get to peak physical fitness, working really hard on something, because you enjoy doing it and because you feel good when you get the results, then, you know, no one would have a problem with that. And when it comes to um, trying to sound like a native in terms of you're, you, you learn English and that's your passion and you want to get your English pronunciation as good as, as good as possible. Um, I, it's tricky because I can't really see any kind of argument as to say if you want to do that do it because but, but the thing is going to the gym is a healthy thing if you do it in the right way mm-hmm. you don't take steroids or you just so many people exercise in the wrong way like i see so many people they just they're just using the wrong muscles for the wrong exercise yeah because they want to lift more weights so if 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 you do it right it's a healthy thing to do but with with this is that really healthy? You know how psychology is intertwined with learning language. It's like it's all about psychology, right? Isn't it? Like how you feel about yourself, how confident you are, uh, how motivated you are. Psychology is so important, or your mental state, that your frame of mind is so crucial to to the success of the language learning. And then when you are telling people to do the wrong thing, and uh, it, it's just it's 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 going to mess you up in the end in the long run you just 
I, I don't I don't believe in this. And I think I know which podcast you, you are referring to. I, I heard that I heard that podcast as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it it, it just it was very disappointed. I even messaged the um Oh yeah, really? I, 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 I yeah, I exchanged I exchanged a few words with her. She 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 actually understood me. She understood what yeah. I was saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's I mean you know, the person who was speaking was a, a non-native and it's there that everyone is entitled to their opinion. And I think it's important to have these these discussions because you hear other people's opinions on them. And um, but yeah, I, I heard that and I thought, well, if if that's what you want to do in your spare time, go for it. I think one of the one of the real issues is that um people feel like that is what they need to do when they don't need to do it. Yeah. People feel like that is the target that they need to set themselves. When really the target you need to set yourself is being understood by other people. And yeah. that is that is the, the bottom line as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think one of the tricky things is that this idea of wanting to speak like a native, yes, is maybe perpetuated by some businesses and schools, yeah. but a lot of it actually comes from students and it's it's easy enough for teachers quite large proportion of english language teachers saying native speakerism is wrong and we shouldn't be trying to put the native pronunciation and native teachers on a pedestal because there are just as many strengths to to have uh, to being a teacher who has learned the language, arguably more strengths in some circumstances. Um, but when demand is pushed by students, it's tricky to to combat that. I, mean, I, I work at, in I a school in Spain and we had non-native teachers. Um, and some parents would say, I want my my child to be taught by the native teacher. And I know. My, my boss would say, there is actually no difference between having that teacher and that teacher. In, in fact, in the back of his mind, he was probably thinking, she's actually much better with children that are that age yeah. than yeah. Jack is. So. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just unfair. Like, I, can, I can see so much of this here in Asia as well. Like You have no idea. And it's, it's trickier than that as well. I, actually, me... As someone from Europe, I have a better status than some people who come from outside Europe. Yeah. It's like some, yeah, yeah. So, for example, yeah. I think, I think that I am better off, I think I'm better off than, let's say, an Asian looking native speaker. Can you believe it? So, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an absolute mess. It should come down to how good you are as an English teacher, what your qualifications, so, yeah. What, yeah. what qualifications you have. And that all that, your experience, and not like this. This this is just a completely messed up idea in my that in my example books. of you being preferred to um, a Vietnamese English language teacher because you're European just exemplifies how stupid it is. Because there is <laughs> obviously there is a difference, but there is so little. To, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can talk about the language proficiency, and then that's mm -hmm. a different story. Or like, if if someone really mispronounces words or sentences, and and just gives a bad pronunciation model, then yes, 
Mm-hmm. You've, you've got a point, of course. Then it's an issue, and we can see this here a lot as well. But it shouldn't come down to native or non-native. It's just so wrong on so many different levels. And don't get me started on that, Jack. I don't think we have. To, I think we have to actually end now because you have to go. <laughs> so yeah, quickly, okay. just to um, promote quickly your your. So this is your Instagram. Those of you watching uh, uh, the YouTube video, uh, it's Learn English with JT. Yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't. I meant to say earlier one of so my focus on teaching high level um, English learners, helping teachers, um, but my other um, kind of focus is implementing learner skills, study skills with my my students. So being able to to re- record vocabulary proficiently mm-hmm. and to um, give them activities to be able to reuse it and um, giving them the skills they need to take a video and practical and practical and how to use educational technology to make the most of of um, of videos and audio and transcripts and and podcasts I love podcasts and I do a um, I I have an ebook on how to learn English with podcasts. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Wow, that's great. Where 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 can where can my listeners find this? So on the 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 link in my bio on my Instagram page, um, you can you can get that. Um, Lovely. And um, and I'm going to be um, giving a a short free guide um to to lessonifying your podcast which is going lessonifying your podcast um and that will have some examples so loads of activities uh, sorry that will have a couple of the activities from the ebook um, a, um an actual lesson that you can do with um a podcast um and also um some suggestions for podcasts um, that that I think people will enjoy. Um, yeah, and what else? Okay, is... well, what I will say is, yeah, Jack, yes. that it's, I can see that this is a feather in your cup. Mm. Do, do you know why I said that? Because you got a feather. <laughs> because you are holding a feather in your hand. I, 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 don't, like, I, I need to make a... Yeah, this feather has come from. Yeah. I need to make a reference to it. So there is an idiom, a feather in your cup, which means an achievement to be proud of. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. um, well, actually, one thing that I, I mentioned earlier that I'm an author. This is a book that I wrote. Oh yeah, yeah that's that's yeah, about skateboarding. About how to uh, how to skateboard. So if anyone wants to learn how to skateboard, um, June the first. <laughs> look, literally, it has my name on it. Lovely. So, so is is there something people can buy on Amazon or? Yeah, you can pre-order it on Amazon at the moment. Nice. Um, and yeah, it will be out June the first. Um, it is. It will soon be available in Catalan, and in Korean, and I have reason to believe that it is going to be available in mandarin or cantonese i'm not sure which chinese wow. language, but one of them um yeah so i'm pretty 
Amazing. You're really branching out with all, all those languages. That's cool, man. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> does, yeah. It, does it mean that that, that they're gonna that skateboarding is going to become the the most uh, popular sport in the world now, like in China? Uh, it's becoming it is becoming more popular. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, it's becoming really popular. It's well, the, you are helping helping to make it happen, right? So. Yeah, well, <laughs> doing doing my part. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, lovely chat with you, Jack. Yeah. Oh, sorry. One more, one more thing. One more thing. Yeah. Um. So I mentioned that I am going to be doing this lessonify podcast um um guide, and um I'm going to be telling people more about that. Obviously, you can follow me on Instagram. Instagram is there. Um, but you can also sign up to my newsletter. So I give people um, um, motivation to carry on learning English. I give people practical activities that they can do. I share resources with people or um, skills and techniques for, for practicing your English or for getting the most out of um, a, a particular um, video or podcast. Um, so yeah, I, I send that email. I say it's bi-monthly, and that's because bi-monthly can be twice a month or once yeah. every two months. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Um, that's two meanings. Yeah. yeah. Okay, lovely, Jack. Thank you very much for all that. I mean, no uh, you seem yeah. to be very resourceful, and I'm I'm glad to have uh, uh, caught up with you. And hopefully, I will have another opportunity to talk to you about Brighton and Brighton season, perhaps after after the end of the season. If Brighton make it to top four, I mean, that would be amazing to celebrate this with you. Go uh, get on seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> get in, get in is the word. Get in, yeah. get in seagulls. Yeah. Get in, come on. <laughs> come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, lovely, Jack. Thank you for having yeah. me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, no, no worries, man. No worries. Um, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the next English podcast. Or if you have been watching this on Teachers Denek YouTube channel, and this has been Jack. My name is Denek, and uh, yeah, hope to talk to you soon. See you later. Just See you. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenek's English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenek'singlishpodcast.podbean.com.